Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on Vulnerable, I have a wonderful guest who you might know as the teen heartthrob on Lizzie McGuire. Uh, But did you also know that he is a new dad? He is a successful realtor as well as a semi-professional water polo player. Very excited to talk to Clayton Snyder today on Vulnerable. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this has been a few years in the making. Yes. We were hoping to get you on that cooking show years ago Mm. during quarantine, which... Mm -hmm. In retrospect, it's probably for the best. It's okay. I mean, we could have made some great spaghetti dishes. I'm sure. Potentially, you know. But From the Lizzie McGuire days. I, it is a throwback, yes. Okay. <laughs> you actually did make spaghetti with uh, Lelaine. Oh, did you? I did. Oh. I did. Was it, what, what was it? What kind so, of? I don't actually know why, but it must have been a Lizzie McGuire thing where spaghetti like falls all over her one episode. I'm sure. There's lots of food items that find their way on the Lizzie character. A lot. Yeah. Did you ever have any food items? Um, you? Oh, man. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I, I only really remember Ashley Briel, uh, who played Kate Saunders, getting a punch bowl poured over her, but they oh. had to do multiple takes of, of it. Of course they did. <laughs> so having to pour this giant pink punch over her and then hair and makeup and having to get in there, dry and... everything. We're all just kind of waiting around while she gets, you know, blow dried and towel up. Just being humiliated uh-huh. over and over yeah, again. Yeah. That's just part of being in the kids show game, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, the yeah. worst part of it, actually. It's not the worst part. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So I'm so excited to have you here. Um, you know, I just had Davida on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Davida was part of that whole crew um, of like, you know, with with specifically like those Disney shows, you had like the family set, right? And then you had the school set. So it was like mm. the characters would have two separate lives. Yeah. And it was very rare that like, you know, the, certain people would see certain people often. So yeah, it's weird to think whenever you watch a TV show or even a movie that like, oh, like they're all in this show together. Mm-hmm. They must all hang out all the time. But you can do a whole project and never see, you know, over half of the people. Yeah, like you probably didn't you? see Jake that much, right? Hardly ever. Jake I mean, only on because we would be shooting on similar days. So right. like not on set. On set, we never worked together. Right. Oh, no, I lied. There was a scene where there he was on the bus where he went to Lizzie's school. Uh-huh. Uh, and just, I don't I forget, yeah, like, forget actually, why that was appropriate I, and why he went there. Yeah. And he was like sitting in a seat and I was like, hey, little man, like get out, of, get out of my seat. And then he talked smack to me and I respected it. And I was like, this guy's tight. <laughs> Whatever he said. I uh, love that you just said tight, which is a total throwback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There are so tight, many. Cool- bomb. What sick. else? I, I don't, they didn't say sick on a Disney show, I don't think. Yeah, they probably did. Tight. But tight. Sick. What other cool vernacular did we have that Gen um, Z wishes it had? <laughs> Gen Z make, I don't know if they wish they have anything. No, Gen we Z had. makes up the weirdest <laughs> slang. Uh, no cap. Deadass. Bussin'. What else have I heard that I'm just <laughs> my, like scratching? My wife Allegra still doesn't believe me that bussin' is a thing. <laughs> I have no idea what it means. I just walk Simping. around the corner saying, What's up, babe? You look bussin'. <laughs> she was like, "Stop saying that's not a thing." I'm like, "Jack TikTok." Yeah, so yeah. you're you 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 know you're cool because you've got dad jokes now. Well, it's because I've hit a certain threshold that I know I'm not cool exactly. actually. Um, but I think that that's what elevates the uncoolness is that the the caring of how I appear. Uh, I think I'm on a track of that just going down and down and down and down. Yes. Uh, which, you know, depending who you talk to, that can make uh, very cringe moments or very fun <laughs> moments. I'm so uh, happy for you. With that thank comes... Thank you. But seriously, <laughs> there's an amount of freedom that comes with knowing that you've gotten to a place where you don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, I think I think that's everyone's general life path. Some people hit it sooner than later. For and, sure. Yeah. And I and I do envy that lost time. I'm not time. there by mm. any means. Mm. I said I'm on a track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, congratulations. Thank on you. Having your first child. Thank you very with much. With your beautiful, beautiful wife. Yeah, she's beautiful. I think oh my so gosh. too. I'm, I, I love her. Yeah. It's Allegra Edwards. Yes. Catch her on Amazon Prime's upload. See, he's yeah. a good husband. That's right. Always plugging. Always plug in. Why not? You're and a team. not just because I'm biased, because she's actually very good at she what is. she does. I've and, seen it. And it's a really fun show. I know exactly who she is. Yeah. And I think she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so when I when I just wanted to like cross-reference who your partner was, I was like, wow, he did yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's 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 the love of my life. I love that. Yeah. And it's gotta be weird having been like everyone's like teen heartthrob. Like growing up, I used to I used to have a joke where like when I was a little bit older and graduated out of Disney, I was like, well, I can always get a date under like four feet. <laughs> like, but it was a very dark humor that now looking back was probably inappropriate. But it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it catches up with you eventually um, where like, you know, my husband had no idea who I was. And I think that's probably for the best. But was that ever something that you felt like was a part of your love life or? <laughs> Does your, uh, does your, was your wife a fan? Um, <laughs> I, I also went through that as, as you know, you've experienced. There's something really nice about meeting someone that has not watched the show or at least doesn't recognize you or know who you are. Um, because if they do have that um, knowledge about you, there's always going to be a filter in front of that relationship mm -hmm. and it's never not going to go away. It might, it might, but, um, it's, it's hard for it too. And so when you meet someone that doesn't have that, you're actually going in completely neutral and you know that this is a relationship based off of them getting to know me as opposed to it being kind of cool mm -hmm. to be with the guy from that thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, to answer your question, yes, my wife didn't know. <laughs> she did. I yes. love it. You yeah, got to but brush she it played off. it super cool. Of she played she it. Did. She played her cards right. Good. Uh, yeah, That's good. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I didn't know until much later. I I could only assume that she'd like seen the show, but mm -hmm. you know, she's probably like, yeah, I heard of it, but like, she's like, oh my god. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she's like, wait till you wait till you hear, girls. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, did you realize that Lizzie was as popular as it was? Because I didn't know even Stevens or I knew Kim Possible was going to be popular, but like this many years later, I didn't think it would have as much of an impact. Like, and I feel like Lizzie has probably had more impact than most of those Disney Channel shows. Uh, it was pretty big. I when you're going into it, into the filming of it, you have no idea. And that was like the, really the only thing that I did. Mm -hmm. I I started putting myself out there or my mom started helping me put myself out there for yeah. maybe like a year and a half. And then I booked that. And then by the time that show wrapped, they decided they wanted to do a movie. Mm -hmm. And by the time that wrapped, I missed playing water polo and my friends at school too much to continue acting. So I just right. stopped outright. Right, right. Um, but pretty early on into the show after it was releasing, uh, maybe it was like a couple months. Mm -hmm. I was like in middle school. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not always that you're playing your own age in these projects. And so I was, and I was in public school at the time, uh, go Eagles, uh, McAuliffe and, uh, <laughs> showing up at school the day after it debuted, I went from like, you know, everyone's kind of in their own cliques and doing their own things to walking on campus and everyone's doing the over the shoulder look in and like it was that quick? immediate, immediate. No uh, shit. Because for us, when yeah. we did even Stevens, our pilot was when I was like 14, they didn't green light us until I was 16. 16, my 16th birthday, I think we started, you know, production. And then it took us time. Like Lizzie came, I'll never forget. Lizzie came, Adam Bonnet came to our set and was like, so did you hear the news about Lizzie? And it was almost like we were kind of like, it was a little competitive. Wait, what do you, oh, okay. I was Wait, I'm say, what actually kind of curious. Tell me this. Did you ever hear of there being sort of a competitive vibe against like Lizzie and even Stevens? I personally did not. Okay. However, I also was a, bigger even Stevens fan than I was <laughs> of Lizzie McGuire. Yes! <laughs> uh, but that makes sense. It, I mean, it was, I feel it was engineered to be more towards my demographic. Mm -hmm. uh, just being kind of, mm, 
I don't, I don't know if like sillier is the right word. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because the protagonist was male. Probably. And I so I related more to it. Yeah, um, probably. But, uh, Lizzie was definitely geared towards like her outfits, her looks were so iconic. Yeah, and, like, yeah. It, I think yeah. any person could watch it. And I know plenty of guys and girls that all love the show for different reasons. Yeah. But like, I think for the reason that you said, it was a lot about like, what is the experience of a girl in middle school? Yeah. And can we talk about it more honestly and like openly? And mm-hmm. so it kind of dared a little bit in that area. I'm mm-hmm. talking about outfit repeating and, and the bra. wearing a bra and all yeah. these kinds of different things. So like, you know, I wouldn't necessarily voluntarily tune into that at that time. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> that sounds perfect for me to say, but now I definitely would. No, <laughs> I, only because it helps. I think it helps. Uh, I don't think me as like as a potential father of a girl. S- yeah, that's I would, what it- I would. I would uh, the show. I think would actually help me relate to her. Nice. Is what my thought would be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it is really interesting how you start viewing. And no, my wife is not pregnant with a girl. That's that's not what I'm trying to. We're to. manifesting. <laughs> but that would be lovely. That would be lovely. Would be lovely. You yes. get what you get. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think when you become a parent, the way that you view and take in content completely changes. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah. Like how has your mind shifted? I know. I know now you're not a girl dad yet, but at the same time, though, like. How have you how have you seen the world through a new lens as a new dad? I think in general, having an understanding that whatever you put into your body, whether it's through your mouth or through your eyes, has a very big impact on your heart and your soul. Um, and having a, a kid, it's like even more so having an eye for like what content are they watching or just in general, their relationship with a screen. Mm-hmm. And there's now this massive responsibility of like, okay, it's kind of inevitable that he's gonna be semi-addicted to these screens as we are, but how can we at least try to manage that as much as possible? So we have some guidelines at home that Lager and I talk about, um, so that we, you know, it's good for us to be on the same page, like what's our philosophy and guidelines about this? And What are and your, then, I'm so curious. So, I mean, in general, we try to limit screen time, like maybe only a half hour at a time, max. Um, and he's like also every nine other months. Day. He's, nine, he's nine months yeah, old. Yeah, which is a good, that's a good amount of time. It's a good amount of time, but I think it's also important because like, like all right, we'll wait until he's two. You know, yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. also understanding that, um, you know, we want to at least delay uh, handing him a tab- tablet yeah. to entertain himself. You mean you don't want him to know the code? As long as possible. <laughs> yeah, as long as possible. Um, and we'll, we'll see where that goes. But also mm-hmm. choosing content um, that doesn't feed into um, very fast, fast, n- not fast content, mm-hmm. um, meaning <laughs> meaning slow content. <laughs> uh, so like Miss Rachel is a channel that we love. I don't know if you've I know seen her. any of We're that. We're friends on TikTok. Are you? Shout out to Miss Rachel. Shout Thank out you. to Miss Rachel. Uh, and uh, it, the fact that it's you know educational, learning songs. It's very like the musicality is it's very fun. Um, you know shapes and colors and animals and naming things. But it's also very slow and measured and simple and primary colors and the editing isn't super fast. There's some puppetry in there and I think it's just a, a lot of good things. Um, so not wanting to this that uh, bing boom bow ha ha wacky you know yeah. bright lights and whatever. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so water polo you mentioned before, but I am really curious about how you came. So were you living in OC? Was that where you came from? The OC, which no, nobody you're not allowed to call it in Orange the County OC. calls it the OC. No, I was told I lived in Orange, <laughs> Orange County before Austin, Texas. That's when the the show The OC came out was when I was in college. My husband was so pissed when it came out. He was like, what the hell is this shit? He was like, what is this? Yeah. Screw this thing. Yeah. And I was like, well, babe, I mean, that, that was a very popular show. It was. It was it not was. accurate at all about, I mean, and other than it looking... Welcome to TV. <laughs> well, you wouldn't say Lizzie McGuire was accurate to your your middle school experience. Uh, is it's elevated? Yeah. What what were did you go through anything on set that was kind of like like were there crushes on set? Like, did you have experiences? 
or were, were I'm sure there were crushes on you. Come on, there had to have been. I know for a f- I don't actually know for what? a fact. I don't. <laughs> like, you're like, you know? wait, what do you know? <laughs> I don't know, but I just know the way that our sets worked, and like people had to have like crushes, and there was probably like stuff like that. I mean, we we were all a pretty close knit group. That's um, nice. I remember. <laughs> It's a very common question uh, when I'm, when, especially when I was younger, less so these days, thankfully, of whenever a, a girl would find out that I was on the show or recognize me or whatever, the very first question would be, is Hillary Duff nice? Oh. Always, always the first question. And I would say like, of course, she's super nice. She's super cool, great to work with. And be like, well, um, and I also think to myself like, what if I said no? Like, like, <laughs> like I don't know how this like changes their life, but people yeah. just really wanted to know. Yeah. Um, and then if it was a guy, it would be a, a, a more crass version of like, did you make out with her? <laughs> and uh, uh, the answer was no. <laughs> and you'd get called names for having not uh, been forward with oh, her. Oh man, it's not. A, it's kind of a win. Not a win-win or a catch-22, Well, I, I mean, like, you know, some guys think like, oh, if I was on that show and I was spending that much time with her, I for sure would like, <laughs> I'm like, whatever. If that's your, <laughs> you would again kicked off the show oh, if yeah. that's how you I don't think Susan yourself. Duff would have been okay with that. I totally agree with that statement. <laughs> uh, no way, no how. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I never, it was just always like just a friendship. It was very professional. I think we're all, we all had a really fun time on set, but I also... At 13, 14 years old, somehow had an understanding that this is work and that when we're on set, like we can have, there's some, I guess I was just aware of everyone else's uh, energy. Like if we're joking around, we can joke around, but when it's time, you know, the, the bell rings mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, we're on. I memorized, like, let's do it. And yeah. then you just do it in one or two takes and move on and go to school, get your hours in and, and go home. And that's, <laughs> and that's it. And also, I didn't even see Hillary that much while we were filming, uh, there, there were only so many episodes that she and I interacted. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it was most episodes when I was there that we did interact, but not for like very long. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but then in between- She observed you a lot. Well, <laughs> from what I a lot remember, of, she voyeured you she very did. much. She did, she looked at you uh, a lot. There would be uh, the time where you got to know people the most. How old were you when you were doing Even Stevens? Older. You were older. older than you. Right, right, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, like like Adam Lambert was for yes. Playing World. You know, I know Adam from when I was a very young child, right? In oh, really? City. I want to tell you, yeah. <gasps> really? So basically, Adam, um, he's like a lawyer now, isn't he? Well, he, I know he was working at like an Irish cultural arts place in New York, something cool. like that. But yeah, he went back to the New York. Yeah. He, so yeah. literally, Adam was, I want to say, <laughs> people don't know about this. So Adam was eight years old or maybe, maybe 10. And I was probably, I don't know. Um, probably like 12. And he and I did a off-Broadway reading. In fact, we did Uh, like multiple things together where Adam and I were like sister and brother or like we were like acting really close to each other. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I had no idea. Really weird, right? Like we were in the like very low budget indie theater scene that together in New York. That must have been so cool for either of you to then be on these you know, know, opposite shows I know, but I never got to see him network. because we, so even Steven shot in Marina Del Rey. Right. You guys shot where? Uh, Renmar Studios in, oh, in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, you guys had the fancy, cool, like actual Hollywood studios and we were like stuck in like the beach area. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I know, we were by the beach. Oh, it was the worst. Yeah, gosh. I, mm, I lived on Marie, in Marina Del Rey. We were at the beach. <laughs> yeah, and you were in Hollywood when Hollywood was like, before like they Disney-fied it with like Hollywood and Highland. It was like oh. rough, those parts. I mean, I don't even remember that. My mom just drove me up there, took me to the studio, like didn't right. like tour around Yeah, LA she was like, much. let's just work. So, but so in uh, Orange County is where you lived. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like you had your Hollywood life, but then you had like your Orange County most mm-hmm. of the time life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I was doing, uh, let's see. I mean, like I was doing band. I was doing club water polo. I was doing club basketball and then school and then hanging out with my friends. And then once the show got picked up, had to drop out of band. Um, What'd you play? Uh, alto saxophone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you still play the sax? I still have my sax. Hey, mom <laughs> kept it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, someday we'll we'll learn how to play um, Mary Had a Little Lamb again. For your and, baby. Yeah, for my baby. Yeah. Uh, you know, like most 13-year-old boys picked up guitar as a hobby um, just for fun. Uh, I wanted to go back and learn uh, jazz bass electric jazz bass for band, but that never came to fruition because water polo really took over. Uh, but yeah. anyway, during the show, I was like, it was, I'd go to school, 
and, and then they'd call the week before if I was filming the next week and how many days because um, I was recurring. I wasn't yeah. there like every week. Right. And then I'd tell my teachers they had no experience. Um, really? Where <laughs> with, in OC was with this? that? Um, like Los Alamitos. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, they just... It wasn't part of their curriculum to help kids that were in that situation. Yeah, it's um, not like OSHA. They have OSHA there now. Yes, exactly. And yeah, OSHA that, that is down there. Orange County. What is it? Um, Orange County School of School. the Arts. Oh, yeah, yeah, right or performing arts. Yes, okay. you know better than I do. Yeah, it's OSHA. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's where um, the teacher from Glee went, sure. and I mean, there's a lot of people that yeah. have gone there and done. So that was around. Things. That was around. Uh, but it, it got got pretty busy doing public school and club water polo and the show. So when the show wrapped, I was. Yeah. I was ready to just kind of live my life. And I mean, that's we'll a big deal, though. And, you didn't yeah. get, like, um, your agents or managers being like, hey, like, we're, you're the teen heartthrob on Lizzie. Let's put you in this movie, this... Well, it, I think there might have been a couple things that they were talking about. Uh, but then the Liz McGuire movie was like, hey, we're going to shoot in Rome for this film. And, like, do you want... It basically asked, like, do you want to be a part of it? <laughs> and I was like, uh... But I was so excited to play my freshman season of water polo in high school that I was really conflicted about doing it or not. And eventually said like, come on, Clay. It's like, this is kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. And so yeah. I did I did the film mm -hmm. and the whole time I was filming, I couldn't stop thinking about my team back uh, back home. Interesting. And after filming there, you can ask my mom. She's like, he was, he was very depressed. <laughs> and so after doing the movie, I was like, yeah, I mean, thinking about it, there's, there's there were three major areas, academics, athletics, and acting, and one of them had to go. I either had to start doing homeschool it's like a and private schooling, yeah. And there was the uh, water polo, which if I stopped then, I would have no idea where that could go when I was excelling at it. You wanted to go to college, you knew that? I knew I wanted to go to college. I was the same way, I they was say, like- stay in school, kids, so I listened to them. Well, to be <laughs> honest, I mean, I don't think Hillary was interested in going to college. Yeah. From what I know of the fam, like they were like, they did a Harvard Online or something. Sure. Her and her sister, but like I grew up with my dad and his mom having gone to UCLA. Mm -hmm. So like going, I had the dream of like going to university and probably going to UCLA when I was a kid. You're like also my tall. Whole life. Like you're way taller than most actors. But like in my, for most actors, I am on the tall side. I was going to say good. like for like athletes, <laughs> I'm like not that tall. Right. <laughs> right. But like it's good for water polo. Like you had the body the to, to actually succeed at athletics, whereas yeah. it wasn't like a. It's not an easy layup for some people. Like Adam was very very short. Sure, there was only so many things Adam could do. I remember yeah. that being a part of his casting, and then when he popped up on Lizzie, that's why he could play a you know a young a kid, 13, 14 year old. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because he was how much older then? He was like uh, my he was age. eighteen. I think he was like yeah. attending Cal. Yeah, and <laughs> he's we a were... smart kid too. Like oh, he was like very... Mensa smart. Yeah. 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 For Very sure. Much so. I'm so proud of you for making that, like, that choice to be like, you know what? I'm going to have to step away from this for a minute. And, like, and what did it feel like? Did you feel a lot of freedom after that? Like, in releasing, um, sort of having to do the Hollywood thing, um, like, after that decision? Uh, it felt. I'd say it felt like the right decision at the time because I knew how I had felt when I was doing the Lizzie mm -hmm. movie. Um, you know, there's always, uh, I don't know if I'll say always, but if I let my mind wander, like you can wonder like what life is like when you choose different forks in the road yeah. uh, for those kinds of decisions. Ultimately, I think I made a, a good one because life can be harsh for You're telling kid actors, me. <laughs> right? So yeah, I had can. a, I had an opportunity to live, um, a very, uh, not, not regular, you know, childhood mm -hmm. but I got to do a lot of regular kinds of things and I'm I'm thankful for the path that I took right uh, just for my own emotional health of that yeah but the fact that you had the agency or the the wherewithal to be like no like I'm making this choice and have the support system of like your parents being like cool now you're gonna go do UCLA or Pepperdine sure. right yeah and you went to Pepperdine which yeah. is an amazing school it is were you water polo there too I was were you like scholarship? Did you yes, see it? Why the hell would you not do that? Why the hell wouldn't you? Pepperdine's a beautiful college. <laughs> yep. I just remember feeling a, a great sense of freedom and accomplishment um, and self-worth when I chose college after even Stevens ended. Mm. It, it was not long lasting for me, unfortunately, because 
when I went, I had a really hard time assimilating. Mm. So you didn't, I'm curious, did you I mean, like, have uh, any challenges I, in assimilating? The second you said that, I'm like, well, like, obviously. <laughs> um, well, I had, I had um, training in a way because we, we did Lizzie and then the movie, that was my freshman year of high school. And so going back into high school, like every year of school uh, or going into a new school, you have every grade going like, it's the guy. And like everyone's watching you and talking right. about you and waiting for you to be weird yep. or or you have entitled a or whatever. And so you just have to bear with it for that year. And then they realize that you're not that special. And then you come to the next year of school and then the incoming class has that experience. Yeah, because you're in And so they, they have to acclimate for that year. And so every year it kind of uh, it weeds itself out. And so going into Pepperdine, Certainly for the freshman through senior class, there was a little bit of that happening for those that weren't aware of it. And then every year, you know, the upperclassmen would be over it. But then the new class would go, oh, it's, yeah. I heard Ethan Kraft goes here. Where is he? So oh. it was hard at first. And then little by little, you were like, this is this is just fine. But I think that's why that's not why, but part of, probably part of the reason why I like water polo so much is because it's such a. It's it's a it's a gladiator sport like it's such a demanding physical sport that um, has been ranked by scientists as the number one most difficult sport um, out there it. just for like all these different reasons. I and actually I think thought I had there a lot was of, horses in the fucking water. I don't uh, know why some people might, and that's okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that's that a okay. long time ago. How do the horses how do the horses not drown? Yeah, and, I went to, and I went to and I went to Columbia. Yeah. Okay, so like what the hell is that tell you? I, that has to do with uh, just the marketing of the sport. Is that so it? it's no anyone's fault. <laughs> okay. uh, to me, I think it's the sport's fault that so many people think that there are horses okay. in it uh, is my stance. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think I had a lot of pride in doing this thing that was very, 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 very difficult and took a certain kind of person to persevere in that and, and excel in that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the reasons that drove me so much in my um, athletic career was to prove to everyone that I wasn't, you know, Mr. Actor Kid Fru -fru and entitled Fru Fru, like um, <laughs> worried about his appearance or so you wanted to be treated turned special. It into, you turned what could have been almost like a weakness into a strength. Yeah, I think, I think the fear of being uh, judged or not respected really drove me. I like that a lot. Now I'm like stunned. I'm like, why did I? Why did that just render me speechless? That doesn't know. usually happen. <laughs> to cut this bit out. Yeah, you usually don't stop talking. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't listen. That's part of the reason. Wait, I'm sorry. You brought Hillary Duff to your school dance? It's on my cue card. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was my mom's idea. My mom, I love her so much, and she has lots of ideas. Ask my dad. And she thought it'd be very fun, which it was. She's she's right uh, to invite. Hillary to my school dance, not as like a date necessarily. Mm -hmm. she, necessarily. she goes, she goes, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that it would be fun for her to do. I don't know if she like thought that she might be craving some like, you know, normal kid experience. Yeah. And, uh, I was remember. she close to Susan? That seems like she'd have to be close to Susan in order for her <laughs> to like let her. I'd say, I'd say we were like a really good, um, we got along with everybody. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't have trouble yeah. with anybody, yeah. um, and, and so we were able to have those kinds of friendships with with anybody on the cast. And uh, and we invited her over, and some of my friends were hanging out. And I forget if anybody else came, but poor thing, we're walking over to the auditorium. I've told the story a couple times, but it's at my old elementary school, and you can only imagine that like she shows up, and everyone is like, oh, and so we're at this dance and it's not like, hey, come like enjoy this dance and we're just kind of be like, you know, in it and just have fun and whatever. Immediately, just a big circle around her Aww. like the whole time and like every once in a while, like some like, you know, tough guy would like come up and like try to start dancing with her and I'm like, oh man, this is a bad idea. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think she's having any fun. Oh, but no. uh, so that Did was Did she ever that was tell you if she was or wasn't? I, I, she's I, so polite. Maybe. She's very polite. She got Texas she's, charm. I was going to say, Texas, yeah. She's, yeah. She was, if, she, if she was uncomfortable, she's very polite about it and she's very, um, well, you know she what? played it off. I like to think that us Disney kids have a mad respect. Another, there's a millennial, mad. We used to say mad respect. Mad and respect. Like, that's yeah. mad cool. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think that we really love our fans. I think so. I mean, I, I don't want to speak for everyone. Like, do you feel that way? I feel, 
I feel like what I experienced with seeing Hillary, Raven, Shia even, was that like that that even Lelaine, like the core group of folks that we all were, you know, coming uh-huh. up with. I just felt like we were all just so in love with these people, and now they're all unlike unlike like a like appreciation. They were younger level, than us, love, like when yeah. they yeah, like when they yeah. came up to us, we were so polite, we were so cordial. But like, I think we all like took it upon ourselves to be like, like none of us were like, ugh, get away, like get away from me. Well, we're Disney kids. We're just like you. Uh, did you do a wand ID? I don't no, remember. I didn't. Aww. But those videos are sure fun. I never got um <laughs> I never got uh put into that compilation. You should have. Well, apparently I didn't do any wrong takes or something. I must have gotten in one. <laughs> but there are some funny ones. You did that, it too well to not make those cuts. Yes, that's what it was. I didn't have any guffaws. Yeah, because I mean how hard it is it to do <laughs> I really literally was just interviewed by the ringer.com, which is like a you know, a prominent publication or whatever website and they asked me all about the wand id which has become this like mega like cultural moment which might actually be a problem if that's what america is thinking is a cultural moment right now i mean anything can qualify as a cultural moment yeah did you <laughs> feel left pretty out low for a cultural moment uh, these days yeah uh no i i had a i had a sub supporting character yeah, so you didn't have any like expectations of like where your career was going to go with Disney Channel. Are right? we talking about the wand still? We are. Okay. Yes. Well, no, we're talking about apparently <laughs> we're talking about what the wand and the participation what does the of the wand, wand represent. <laughs> we won't go there. Okay, yeah. we won't go there. But in in essence, what people are saying to me, look, this isn't because Disney Channel Forty is like coming out. There's huge and huge anniversary, and it's it's becoming such like a thing and. Now there's like all this like politics going involved with how they're marketing it and like they didn't I'm include- sorry, I'm missing this. Can you catch me up? Okay. So Disney Channel 40, they're celebrating their 40th anniversary. Okay. Which makes you feel really fucking old because I'm 40, <laughs> but like I'm trying to do the math and I'm like, wait, what? Sure, right. Um, but it's it's celebrating that and it's trying Disney Channel's like now is not exactly like the Disney Channel that we all grew up with. It's now called Disney Branded Partners. And so most of it is a feeder to Disney Plus. Okay, right? sure. Yeah. And so it's more like go, I think it's headed in that direction. Personally, like I actually don't think Disney Channel is going to be around for that much longer. Everything's streaming or or not? Yeah. And so I know they have an app or they have like a way that you can sign in, and that makes sense. But mm-hmm. it's mostly just a landing page. Mm. And when you think about how much marketing it takes for them to really get any kid to sit. Like the way that it was for for our generation was that the kids sat and watched things like all afternoon. Yeah, it was more of a time slot. Yeah, it. it was a time slot. Yeah. And speaking of screen time, like with what your kid would want to do, I'm like, is that actually maybe an improvement in that the kids have more short form content and more choice? Like there's so much stuff they can watch these days. I mean, I think it's better for the parents mm-hmm. that they can structure their afternoons uh, around like when is the right time if he is going to watch something, when that would be. Um, it's kind of weird that, I mean, people have been doing this for, well, since I guess radio, when like it's this o'clock on this day and it's time for this show. Oh, like, and then all of a sudden we form our lives around this, this event. But I guess that's been happening with sports for a long time. Like, okay, like Saturday, we're going to be, like, this is what we're doing. Right, right. Um, it's a happening. But it's weird. It's interesting for like, just, which is also a form of entertainment. So just, we usually form our lives around entertainment things, right. which is, which is interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. And I think it's the streaming thing is almost, uh, antithetical to that, that, that media based, like, you know, like consumption. Yes, yes and no, because it's all the more uh, addictive and, and quickly accessible because mm-hmm. you have like binge watching now, yeah. which is interesting. Cause then also like it would, it would be helpful because, oh, this show is a half hour long and, and that's it. Catch mm-hmm. us next week. Mm-hmm. And like, and that's it. And like, you're all right, cool. Or like, you know, or tomorrow. And so when the show's done, you're like, all right, I'm done. As opposed to just continuing to watch and oh, related video, related video, related video. Right. Like you've almost, it's almost like a doses thing. Like it's, I watched Lizzie, but I don't like what's coming after Lizzie. So I'm going to, I'm going to go and play with my friends yeah, outside. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then what I'll tell you is this, is like, as your child gets older, you will see that they'll repeat the same video over sure. and over yeah. and over again. And which is why when you see the the views of how many they have, right. yeah. if you don't download YouTube kids and you download and you're and you're just doing it on YouTube, 
which we're, people are currently watching us on YouTube. But YouTube Kids is as really critical because it's like almost got that effect of like, I know kind of like what Disney Channel was doing where they had that idea of like you could walk out of the room as a parent and know that your kids were going to be safe sure. watching it even in the commercials. Yeah, the trust of the brand. Right. You know? Yeah. Which is why the wand IDs, I guess. Again, see how I did that? I circled back wow. to that. Do you remember your audition? <laughs> uh, I mean, yes and no. I got, um, like I said, I was auditioning for about a year and a half. I booked a USC grad student film as a background actor because I took cotillion classes. Mm -hmm. So I knew some, you know, formal uh, partner dancing and that didn't pay me anything. And then I booked like a public service announcement commercial for like a hundred dollars. And then there was the, um, the show, uh, and there were other like auditions, but, like that, that's all I had on my resume. Yeah. Things that I done. Special skills. <laughs> sure. Right. Lots uh, of special skills. And, uh, for the Liz McGuire, show, which was called What's Lizzie Thinking at the time, I had taken a couple private acting uh, coaching sessions mm -hmm. for it. But I think the main thing was that I just didn't know how to pronounce uh, Gordon's name. <laughs> and I just didn't know how to read it off of paper correctly. So I pronounced it Gordon. <laughs> I thought he was Gordon. Gordo. Well, that's his like nickname. Oh, so like, but me as like Ethan, mm -hmm. like for like the, for the first episode that he shows up, mm -hmm. he wasn't like the hey guys, like fun, like silly, yeah, friendly nice. guy. He was this kind of bully, angsty yeah. character, rebel uh, that <laughs> would uh, call that uh, because his full name was oh gosh, David Gordon mm -hmm. was his full character name. So I call him by his last name. Hey Gordon. Mm -hmm. would be the thing mm -hmm. but I was like what's up Gordon and <laughs> I don't know I don't know what that was but I think that's that's actually what got me the part hey man they say I remember yeah. in acting class they used to say that um, uh, jobs are won in moments in your audition yeah and it is it's like what makes you stand out and um, I seem to th I think that like your character was really interesting believe it or not because it was accidentally a three dimensional character when you think about it <laughs> <laughs> say more I love say that. more I love that you're laughing. Say more. So here's the thing. Like you could have played it just like, you know, as one being a bully or being a dreamboat, but you kind of were like a synthesis of both of those things. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much of that is, uh, you know, well, I don't know how much I made it that as opposed to where the writers just took it because mm -hmm. he ended up dropping the, the, the tough boy thing. And mm -hmm. I don't know how many times they re-aired those episodes mm -hmm. uh, from earlier on as opposed to I remember just replaying... That. You know the ones where he's just like the heartthrob guy, right? Right. Because um, I think they just they thought that people liked that that version of Ethan. Just we're just gonna lock this in. This is Smart. this is who this guy is. Smart. Because um, there was another heartthrob on it, Danny Kessler, uh, from yeah. like the first couple episodes that we just all of a sudden didn't, didn't see, see anymore. and it was just you and it's just me all of a sudden see? and my hair starts to get longer and it's like <laughs> I became Danny Kessler. <laughs> it's really weird, uh, but I'm not gonna be him. mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There well, the other thing one. is, his your character was very, like, I, I would say borderline, like you said, he was silly. But, like, did you feel like you had to play into that? Like, you were playing down your character? Because you're a very well-spoken, intelligent guy. And from what I remember from your character is, like, you're very loose, very chill, very, like, you know, OC bro. I mean, I think most of most of a character is in the writing. Uh -huh. and so that, that gives you a lot of ammunition. Got it. Um, and as you... As you know, they, the writers, as a character is cast by a person, mm -hmm. and they start to get familiar with what you look like, with what you bring to the character, mm -hmm. they start seeing, okay, like, what's popping, and how can we have fun with this person? And mm -hmm. they start writing for the character, but also you, you as this character, and can really play up, like, okay, what would, what would be great for Clayton as Ethan to do mm -hmm. in this one, or to say? And so sometimes it would just be right there, and then... Um, I'm not saying it's like, just just say the words and then <laughs> and then that's it. Um, have fun with Mad it, obviously. Tight. But they knew that I would have fun with it. I think right. was the point. Is that right. like we all felt like we were working together. Well, like you and Jake on the bus, like having those two characters, like kind of have to talk to each other. Like yeah. that's a good example of like let's stir the let's stir the pot with the characters. Sure. And I think you have to get really creative when you're talking about um, how to utilize kid actors because sometimes they don't put everyone in one scene because you can't afford, you have to like bank time and they, they have to be, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, Jake was, you know, obviously professional, mm -hmm. obviously a weird kid, 
but obviously, so, uh, <laughs> still, still pretty, you it. know, he'd done like some big projects going into Freaking that. Steven so, like, Spielberg movies yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. AI. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Wait, okay, so you're out of acting, but then I got a call a couple years ago to be in some sort of a, it was like a, um, I want to say it was a YouTube series um, where you played the love interest. Do you know what I'm talking about? What was this? Yeah, you were in some show, in, in some, like, um, you were in a movie where you played a love interest with a lady. <laughs> was it, it was a web series? Yes. I mean, I did it like a couple web series. Of, yes, through, it was a web 20s. series, but it was like a sexy one. Sexy one. It was a sexy web series. It wasn't Mondays, was yeah, it? it was Mondays. It was Mondays? Mm -hmm. Hey. <laughs> they, they asked me Shut to up. do something with them, and I don't think it worked out for my schedule, and I really wanted to because I wanted to work with you. Yeah. Yes. So shout out to Mondays. Oh, my gosh. But yes. so you got back into acting later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because okay. so that was, that that was also part of the, the deal was that between those three things I touched on earlier, acting was a thing that I could return to. And you could argue that school could be something that you could come back to as well. Yeah. Um, I think I knew that I really enjoyed acting, uh, but like that's something that you can do technically at any age, at any time. So the plan was to just focus on high school, go to college, and then we'll see from there. Mm. And uh, I ended up being a film studies major uh, at Pepperdine, and I thought, <laughs> which I thought was a degree that was going to be much more in like filmmaking and producing, uh -huh. um, and ended up being a lot more theory uh, and film yes. criticism As and with, history. By the way, I have the same uh, same uh, degree. Oh, really? From Columbia. Okay. What the well, hell was I doing? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and so there's a lot more book reading uh, and essay writing than I was anticipating. And but, watching movies. And watching movies. Mm -hmm. um, I saw Rear Window many times. I loved times. it. And yeah. lots of international films yes, that were yes, not in yes, English. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. French, German, um, all that fun African, stuff. Nigerian ones. Uh -huh, uh -huh. All sorts we of didn't things. go enough into like 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 Africa or, you know, I'm sure we saw some, I always took it like specifically like a Japanese film class and that was awesome. That's so cool. Um, yeah. See, so you're passionate Kurosawa about it. Oh my gosh. Kurosawa films are insane. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. And uh -huh. then I was <laughs> playing in a tournament just for fun after my senior season. And then I had a relationship with the national team, uh, head coach and assistant coach at the time. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Hey Clay, you know, you got, uh, you're, think you're a good player and you work really hard. Um, you're not there yet, but if you continue to develop, then you might have a shot on making the national team. And I was like, oh boy, I can't, uh, like, what do I do with that information? And so all of a sudden I started thinking about that and being like, oh man, what is the, this is what's guided a lot of my decisions. The like, triangle? What am I going to be like thinking about when I'm older, looking back on, am I going to regret not going for certain things like not doing the movie or not. So I decided like I, I would have maybe regretted not doing the movie. So I did the movie and it, to hear that I would have maybe a shot at making the Olympics in water polo was very, um, I never thought about doing that on my own. Like that wasn't my dream as a kid. I just thought I was going to play my hardest like through college and like, and that'd be it. And I probably wouldn't play the sport ever again. And uh, I knew that there were a lot of people out there this is something about me that would die for the national team head coach to tell them that and to be able to have the opportunity to even pursue that path. But the only way to really like develop post-college is you got to find a, a pro team to play for in Europe. So I was training with the national team uh, here in the States that summer and then found myself playing for a team in Italy for a season and then in Hungary. You went back to Italy. I went back to Italy. Is that what dreams are made of? <laughs> I know? had to do it. How'd you know? I had to say it. Yeah, yeah. But do you ever get recognized in Italy? I did. <laughs> oh, did you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. When when we were filming the movie and we were, I was in a hotel in Rome, I saw myself on TV. Okay. Speaking Italian. It speaking Italian. Yeah. That's so wild. funny. Did you strange. learn Italian when you went back? Uh, I actually nearly minored in Italian at Pepperdine. That's cool. Yeah, because during the filming of the movie, filming in Italy, I actually have distant cousins that are in Italy. It was my my mom's side, so my... Your mom's Italian? Uh, partly. My okay. mom's mom's parents immigrated to the States from Italy, um, the northern Your part. Your great-grandparents? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's another way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> from from uh, Lake Como, uh -huh. uh, this little place called Sorico, mm -hmm. and... 
we our families were barely connected at that point. So doing the movie, I was not on set. <laughs> I was not being required to film a whole ton. Right. So being a minor, my parents were with me, or at least my mom was, and my dad was visiting, and we decided to go up and reunite with that side of the family. And there was one woman that spoke some English that took us around to meet everybody, and they have some farmland there, and um, went different places. And then cool. at the very end of the weekend, she says, Clayton, you must learn Italian. And so I was like, okay. So when I was going into Pepperdine, you can opt into a language, and I had done AP Spanish at that time. And I'm like, no, I'm going to learn Italian. So yeah. I started from the ground up and... But because I had the background of Spanish, which very much mm-hmm. applies, which wiped out all of my Spanish. I'm sure it did. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. But, you know, and then that, that uh, I can speak some Italian now. That's so cool. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. You're a Paisan. Because I'm Romano. Got it. Italian. Okay. I got, Italian. got it. Got it. I'm Calabrian. Cal- Calabrian. Calabrian. And, um, or Calabrese, I think they call it. Calabrese and Sicilian. Ah, Calabrese. Yeah, Calabrese. It's you Chiliana. would know. Si. Teach me. Teach me. Please teach me Italian. <laughs> Cosa vuoi imparare? Did you hear that Venice is like underwater? Again? Well, like it's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting oh, worse. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. And I was proposed to in Venice, and it's making me very sad about oh. that. So I would love to get back to Italy as frequently as possible. And yeah, it's a wonderful country. I'm turning 40 next year, next March. And I think I'm going to be going there next summer just to like really just like love on Italy and, mm. and I never want to come back. I'm sorry. I'm Where to? I think I'll probably try to go to the coast if I'm going to go in the summertime. Like, like, a like a Malfine? Okay. Yeah. But I know that's probably a big touristy place. Yes. Because so. that's the first word that we both said. Malfine? Where to? Malfi? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll try to get creative, but I don't know. I'm but a basic bitch. I'm a basic bitch. Yeah. Um, are you a basic bitch? Like, Probably. what are your goals going forward in life? <laughs> you're 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 a realtor, which yeah. is awesome, yeah. and it's actually I think I would love to be a realtor. Like, do you? You'd crush it. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I I think that would be I think it's a really great job. I think it's a great job for someone who has acting background. Um, I think it's it's because it, there's a bit of a performance to it. But like, I also think that you, especially if you've you have your college education. You're smart. You're savvy. Like, did you do you own like property? Did you get uh, into I'm that? I'm working my it? way into that. Me but too. We're, we're getting really close. Yay! Um, so it's a. Uh, I mean, if I had started when I was in my like earlier twenties, right. like I'd probably be in a different position now, similar like the acting thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, getting closer to being like, man, I would like to do something. I felt myself getting really attached to like booking work and that being a sign of my own value and self-worth mm-hmm. and that doesn't feel very good mm-hmm. after a long period of time and i would catch you know i was doing all like the service industry jobs yeah. and hospitality and, and would people recognize honor. you yeah sure <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't care you were like whatever i mean it's it's it's, it's it is what it is so long as they're not dicks about it then they're like, not that's fine like if they're if they're like oh my gosh like you're from that show like ask me questions and like yeah i'm happy to talk about whatever but if they're gonna um you know, be, be jerks or whatever, then that's, I won't entertain that as much. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was doing all those things and, you know, I, again, it's, it's a lot of fun, but acting is really interesting, especially because some people uh, can find this uh, path, which is certainly never straightforward or rarely is where, okay, I'm a, I'm a full-time working actor and this is what I'm doing and I kind of mm-hmm. have jobs rolled up and that's my life and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And some people have a harder go at it, as many people can imagine. The market's a little bit saturated. saturated. <laughs> uh, that's a word. Be actors. And, yeah. um, and there's a lot of talent out there, and which is awesome. And there's a lot of uh, casting agencies that have very difficult jobs and people get jobs not based off of your skill or anything like that. There's so many factors that go into it. Mm-hmm. And we're told as actors over and over again, especially by people holding golden statues, that if you just continue to believe in yourself that you will one day be an Oscar winner. Oh um, but if we look at the ratio of actors in the world and Oscar winners, um, I think that can be a little bit of a toxic thing. 1% of our union is the ones that make money. I think, like 1%. I think uh, so in the uh, union for actors, SAG-AFTRA, I don't know if this stat has changed since the last time I heard this, but I think under 10% of the people in the union actually are covered by their health insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I will say, oops, I will say there's some good news. So they did a new media contract with SAG. 
Mm. And um, if you are an influencer or somebody who does sponsor content like myself, you can qualify for healthcare. Oh, that's great. It, by by the sponsored content stuff that you're doing, they can pay towards like I don't know exactly the specifics I'd call them, but it beats the pants off of having to do like work that you don't want to do to qualify. Just so you know, yeah, yeah. So then you just have to force yourself into the influencer world hey man. of real estate. That is, it is a real estate of the self. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's a yeah. real estate of the self. It is, it is true. And that's why yeah. I speak that language. Yeah, yes. Not not Italian yes. yet. But the language <laughs> of influencer, influencia. Yes, that's what we call it. Not to be confused with influenza. Exactly. Um, Thank you. You are a fan of even Stevens. <laughs> there's, there's. Were you jealous? Were you guys low key jealous that we had a, a, a sick musical episode? I, I mean, I was almost one of you guys. I don't know if you knew. I was in. No. I was in callbacks for the movie. For Mutai. For for even Stevens' movie. For who? For I forget the character. Love interest? Yeah. My love interest. Yes. This got weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I was gonna ask you craziest story, but I think that's my craziest story of the day. <laughs> Do you have a craziest uh, fan story at all or anything like that? Um, I got stalked one time, but it was pretty docile. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just my yeah. mom mom called her out. She would be hanging around outside of our house. Oh man! And one day we were pulling out, and my mom rolled down the window and said some firm words, and then didn't see her again. But I think I would um, like your mom. I think your mom's yeah, she's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, she seems like a cool chick. Absolutely. I am really excited for you as a new dad. I love your wife. I feel like we should hang out. We should have a double date. Do it. Um. Uh. And uh, what are, what's on what's on the future for you? Like, I don't know. There. I really hope that they come to their senses and they do something to bring Lizzie back. <laughs> I'm <luck>. rooting for <laughs> it. I know, right? I know. But I just think that you guys are obviously, like you said, when you guys were all working together, it was a really great vibe. And um, you're obviously so great and ready no. to like. Would you would you like be interested in going back into the Lizzie world? I or something else. I mean, I'd love to know what the like what this what the story is and what the content is like I just I just don't know uh, it's tough for me to say like blind yeses to things sure <laughs> these days Smart. Um, would I be interested hundred percent hundred percent absolutely yeah that'd be I'd, I'd investigate that but um, until then um, I'm just a full time realtor yeah. and uh, supporting uh, not not supporting uh, emotionally and familially supporting supporting my <laughs> wife and my son and. Um, and that's and that's life for me right now. And I, I love, love it. that. That's awesome. I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. You're an awesome guy. Oh, shucks. You're an awesome <laughs> gal. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of The Vulnerable Podcast. For clips of this episode, go ahead and check out the Podco YouTube channel. Links in the description.